Pro fans all over the world, we welcome you to the Pro Fan Arena where prolific sports fandom, a desire for wisdom in life and work, for the purpose of glorifying God through our gifts and talents, all rumble together. Thank you for joining us. Now introducing your starting lineup. Standing five feet nine from the University of Take Responsibility, playing the position of Chief Encourager, your host, the founder of Pro Fan League, the Pro Fan, Bradley Gibbs! Welcome into the Pro Fan League Arena. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus Christ is alive. He has conquered sin and death. And that makes this a great day. Now lace up your saucony jazz and let's talk sports. Thanks for joining us in the Pro Fan League Arena today. I do hope your usher wiped your seat before you sat down. I had the privilege of going to an Arizona Diamondbacks game in Phoenix uh, two years ago, spring of 2021, I believe. Maybe 2022. Spring of 2022? What I thought was interesting about that baseball stadium that I didn't anticipate when we bought tickets was how much there's like a thin layer of sand on all the seats. So here in the Northeast, every now and again, it'll be raining and the usher wipes your seat. So it's dry out there in Arizona. They wipe your seat down so it's not sandy, at least on the day I was there. Uh, a little bit into the probably fourth inning, I actually got sand in my eye. Uh, we had some seats that were at like field level, and you could see sand blowing across the field and got it in my eye. My eyes watered for, I don't know, four innings, three innings, but it was a fantastic experience, and I hope that your experience in the Pro Fan League Arena is also fantastic today's show is called thank you for your faithfulness who am i thanking well i'm thanking you the listener for your faithfulness we'll get to that soon but first saucony the reason today that i picked the saucony jazz shoe is because saucony is the oldest sneaker company in the united states of america they were founded in 1898 in Kutztown, Pennsylvania, on the banks of Saucony Creek. This is the oldest sneaker company in the USA, and I want to thank them for their faithfulness. 1898, that is a good long run. They make quality running shoes and shoes for lifestyle. It's a good looking shoe. Saucony, salute to you. I did not realize that they were from Kutztown. I did not realize they were that old, that tenured in the world of sneakers. But what do you know? Every day, we can learn something new. So, there's an example of faithfulness. This past weekend, on January 21st, 2024, women's head basketball coach Tara Vanderveer at Stanford University passed Coach K, formerly of Duke, as the winningest coach in NCAA basketball history. She earned her 1,203rd win. 
She's been coaching college basketball since the 80s. She has a career winning percentage of 830. Stanford, under under her tutelage, has won national championships in 1990, 1992, 2021, and they are currently ranked number six. She was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame back in 2011. Tara Vanderveer has been coaching basketball for over 40 years. Think of how many players have come through her program. Think of how many other coaches she stood at center court and talked to. Her impact over 40 years of coaching is both broad and immense. I saw in an article about this, somebody said, at a prestigious institution, she has become an institution. And it's an amazing legacy. She coached the Olympic gold medal team in 1996. And her plaudits on the basketball court or are broad and far-reaching. I bring her up right after Saucony to bring up this idea of faithfulness. Currently, often, I think people who are faithful in small tasks can feel very underappreciated. People who show up and do a job that maybe people see, but it's considered menial or unimportant or less important than some more glamorous jobs can feel underappreciated. In a sports culture where you can break a contract, in a American culture where you can break a contract, where you can sign your name to a loan and not have to repay it, where it's okay not to do what you say you're going to do. Faithfulness can feel maybe like a discouraging waste of time to those who are doing the right thing day after day after day. So today, I wanted to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you to the listeners of this show who every single day are faithful to the God-given tasks that are put in front of them. I'd like to say thank you to my wife who every day is faithfully doing the tasks that God has put right in front of her in exemplary ways, laying her life down for our family, taking care of kids, dishes, and laundry, tasks that are not glamorous, but she engages them faithfully. And I know there are Millions of people all over the world today getting ready to go to work or coming home from work, emptying bedpans in a hospital, doing the hard work of studying so they can become a surgeon, doing the hard work of surgery, preparing law cases, getting up to drive a truck, getting ready to teach children in a school setting, tutoring, getting ready to Go on a trash run. Honestly, a beautiful example of faithfulness here in America is when one day of the week, we can put all of our garbage on the sidewalks. In bags, of course. 
and trust that somebody's going to come by to take our garbage and recycling to landfills and recycling centers. I often think of these men and women who collect garbage on downpour rainy days or like the day after Christmas when there are absolute piles of trash out there. Bad weather. And they're out there collecting the garbage, throwing it in the truck, in the cold, in the wind, in the rain, in the sleet. And I'm grateful for that service. I'm grateful that there are men and women who engage that job faithfully. Obviously, faithfulness is a representation of God's character. God is faithful. He's never changing. The Bible tells us that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is ever-present, doing what he said he would do, faithful to his promises. So when we see faithfulness demonstrated on earth, it's a reflection of God's character and should draw us to praise that we have an amazing God who loves us, has provided a way for sins to be forgiven through Christ Jesus, who's not far off. God is present with his people who have called upon the name of the Lord. He gives us the Holy Spirit to help us. Faithful. Jesus is now sitting at the right hand of God until he comes back again. Faithfully interceding for his people who he loves and has saved from their sins. Faithfulness. I was at a funeral for a man I had the opportunity to work with, not in a, not in a work setting for him. Uh, back in the days when I was a youth pastor, we had volunteers who would go on a variety of events with us, and one of the people that would come uh, passed away a number of years ago. And I was sitting at his funeral and he had passed from a heart attack in his mid fifties. And the experience was sad because he died as a relatively young man, but beautiful in that person after person got up and talked about this man's dependability his faithfulness in the eyes of the world. He would have lived what many would probably consider a a normal life. He had a wife and two kids and he was faithful to them. And his wife knew his love for her. His children knew his love for them. He was a faithful father and husband. And just the overwhelming spirit of this was a God-honoring man who you could trust, who you could give a job to. He worked at Turkey Hill for many years. You could give him a job and you knew it would be done with a good attitude. And I walked out of that funeral feeling like a blessed man to have known him. And the experience was true of myself. He would be a youth uh, helper on our trips. And I knew if I gave that man a job, I didn't have to think of it again. Because it would be done. He was a faithful man. So to all of you who listen to Pro Fan League week over week, who have been part of this first three months, tomorrow is the end of what you could call quarter one 
my calendar year runs on a January to December cycle. But since I started, three-month anniversary is tomorrow. For those of you who've been faithful listeners in this first three months, I'm grateful that you've given Pro Fan League a shot. I'm grateful for those of you who've shared and talked about it to other people. Please continue. For those of you who uh, are excited to become part of Lancaster Thunder, like I said, Lancaster Thunder is a team for the people. And as Pro Fan League continues to mature, I'm excited to see it grow into an organization that when people see the Pro Fan League brand and meet the Lancaster Thunder team, you, they come away saying, wow. Those are the kind of people I want on my team. And I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's already started happening. So thank you for whatever you have been engaging faithfully today. If you are in a spot where you're discouraged or you feel like the work you do is unseen, take this to heart. I'm grateful for the work you're doing. Whether that's a teenager washing cars, flipping burgers, I remember when I was a teenager, I worked at a car wash. Uh, I ended up being a tunnel guy. So if it was a rainy day, uh, most people got to go home and I got to clean the tunnel. And part of that was emptying the, the pit where all the dirt from the cars in a car wash goes. It was a wet, nasty job. I'd get down there with a shovel and scoop all that muck into a wheelbarrow. And then take it out and dump it somewhere else. Not fun work. But it had to be done. For those of you doing jobs out there in the cold and the wind and the rain. Building houses, digging holes, waterproofing buildings, caulking. Thank you. For those of you working in warehouses, behind desks, inputting data building software, fixing computers, whatever your skill may be. Thank you for engaging it faithfully. And thank you for being part of Pro Fan League and the Lancaster Thunder. Thank you to Tara Vanderveer for giving us an example in sports of what faithfulness looks like. 40 years showing up and coaching. That's really cool. Thank you for your faithfulness. Keep up the good work. The Lord will give us grace for what he calls us to. Sometimes, as my wife and I consider parenting, we look down the road and we've still got, well, you never stop being a parent, obviously, but we've got some little ones. So there's still a solid, you know, probably 20 years of parenting with kids in our house, 18 or 19 years with kids in our house. And that can seem like a long road. God will give us grace for what he's called us to, and he will give you grace for what he's called you to walk with faith today. Thank you for engaging your job, your life, your church community, with faithfulness. 
People see it and appreciate it, even if maybe they don't articulate it. And if you stopped doing it, everyone would notice. I'll say this, and then I'm going to move into the sports. Well, more of the sports. If you are a person with leadership responsibilities today, and you know somebody on your team is doing a faithful and important task, and it's been a while since you thanked them for it, I would encourage you to just slow down and let them know that you see their work. Husbands, when was the last time you just slowed down and thanked your wife for the work that she does? Wives, when was the last time you slowed down and just said thanks to your husband for the work he's doing? Children, when was the last time you thanked your parents for their faithful and diligent work to provide food and experiences for you? If you have a close friend and they've been with you through some hard times and some good times, when was the last time you said, hey, thanks for the memories or thanks for being there for me? Don't just assume that because somebody has faithfully been doing a task or fulfilling a role in your life that it just happens. I had a conversation a few years ago where I was encouraging somebody for their faithfulness over decades. And they said, well, that's just what you do. It's what the Bible says to do. It's nothing special. No, faithfulness is special. It's an evidence of God's grace in our lives and a representation of God's character to the world. Faithfulness does not just happen. Don't believe the lie. It's an evidence of God's grace when we see faithfulness on display. 1,203 wins for Tara Vanderveer is an evidence of God's grace. To him be all the glory. Thank you for where you are reflecting God's character with faithfulness. In the NFL this past weekend... We saw the Chiefs and the Ravens prevail. Bradley blooper time. I had said, I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. I was wrong. The Bills will not be winning the Super Bowl. The Chiefs prevail on the road. In Buffalo. In the snow. And they beat the Bills again when it counts. I thought Buffalo had a great shot here. They had home field. It was cold. They were on a run. And the Bills couldn't get the job done. Man, Bills fans, I feel sorry for you. I know it's low-hanging fruit to say Tyler Bass, wide right. As a Giants fan, I am grateful Scott Norwood missed wide right. But it can't all be put on Tyler Bass. There were plenty of opportunities to win that game. Plenty of opportunities to score a touchdown and never give Pat Mahomes the ball back. Plenty of opportunities to put the Chiefs away. And it didn't happen. So, 
My losing streak continues on the championship calls. No Alabama. No Buffalo. The Phoenix Suns are out there. We'll see once I uh, see a Super Bowl matchup if I decide to make a call. We'll see. I'm thinking it through. What I will say is, towards the end of that Buffalo Bills game, one of the most impressive things I saw this week wasn't even a play that ended up working out. They sent Stephon Diggs on a go route up the sideline. And Josh Allen was standing on the 20-yard line on a night in Buffalo where the wind was blowing, single digits with wind chill, and he launched an absolute missile that flew from the 20 he was standing on to the opposite 20. He threw an NFL football like mortals throw a vortex football. I think I could hear the whistling through my TV screen. Wow. What a cannon. Josh Allen is immensely talented. Dude's an ox. Nobody wants a piece of him. We'll see. Before his career is over, if he can lead Buffalo to a Super Bowl. So far... No dice. Hasn't been able to get the job done. For the sake of the Buffalo fans, I hope it happens for them. I do. What a unique fan base. Out there shoveling snow, doing all sorts of wild, jumping off top of campers, breaking tables. Buffalo is a scene on game day. Out there without their shirts on. Jason Kelsey also put on quite a performance at the Buffalo game. Jumping out of the suite into the fans. Primal screaming and chest beating and the whole thing. Wow. There you go, Jason Kelsey. Supported Travis. He was showing some brotherly love right there. The Lancaster Thunder have started evaluating free agency in the NFL. And Mike Evans has caught our attention. So Mike Evans is a wide receiver who has played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his whole NFL career. He turns 31 next August before the next NFL season. He will be a free agent. He has some decisions to make. He just tied Randy Moss for the second most consecutive seasons with 1,000 yards of receiving with 10. The record is held by Jerry Rice, who went 14 straight seasons with with 1,000 yards receiving. Mike Evans has caught 94 touchdowns in his NFL career and tied for the NFL lead this year with 13. His services will be available. To any NFL team that wants to sign him. But for Mike Evans, as we talk about big whys, micro missions, and macro missions, the front office in the Lancaster Thunder thinks that really Mike Evans has three options here. And I wanted to point them out because I think they're interesting. He's got the legacy option. Stay in Tampa Bay. Finish out your career there. 
he's already a Tampa Bay Buccaneer icon. His number's going in the ring, ring of honor, whatever they do down there. He's won a Super Bowl ring in Tampa Bay. With the, with the team they have, it's probably a toss-up if he gets another shot to win a Super Bowl. They had a nice year. Obviously, they lost to Detroit this past weekend. Does Mike Evans stay? And become a Tampa Bay Buccaneer lifer. And forever go down as, you know, the greatest Tampa Bay Buccaneer receiver in history. He probably already is that. But to really just reinforce that. Option number two for Mike Evans. We'll call it the cash option. Go out there and make as much money as you possibly can. The Chicago Bears have been rumored to be interested in Mike Evans. I'm sure they would back up the Brinks truck for Mike Evans if he wanted, or somebody in a similar situation, a contender, sees Mike Evans and says, hey, that man could help us win some games. He is starting to get older, but this has been one of the most consistently faithful receivers in the NFL, and in NFL history. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The third option. So we've got the legacy option, the cash money option, and the third option is the elite Hall of Fame option. He's already in the Hall of Fame. First ballot. A second Super Bowl ring puts this guy... In the stratosphere. Starts to put him into the. Is he one of the top five receivers of all time? If he can have four or five more incredible seasons. He starts to get into rare air. Does he want that? Does he go play with somebody like. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. With the intent of putting a concrete stamp on his NFL career with more Super Bowl ring opportunities and you plug that man into the Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes system and assuming he stays healthy, which is difficult as you get older, but he's durable, he's 6 foot 5, 220 plus. You put him into that system with Andy Reid and Mahomes and you're probably looking, if he's healthy, at a couple more thousand-yard seasons. He could make a run at Jerry Rice playing for the Chiefs with 14 straight thousand-yard seasons in a system like Pat Mahomes. I don't know that it's Kansas City, but that's the third option. The rare air of elite wide receiver. Could he do it in Tampa with Baker Mayfield if they bring him back? Maybe. But if he would align himself with somebody like Kansas City and a talent like Pat Mahomes, who knows where his career trajectory goes from here. Those are our thoughts on Mike Evans from the Lancaster Thunder and the three options facing him this offseason now that the football season is over for him. In the NBA... Friday night, January 19th, the Boston Celtics lost their first home game. An NBA team gets 41 home games in a season. 
This was the midway mark for them against the Denver Nuggets. They welcomed defending NBA champion Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets to Boston, and they lost. It was their first home loss this year. They are 20-1 and at home. That is impressive. That's dominant. So, tip of the cap to Denver for going to Boston and beating them. But starting your season 20-0 and at home, can't be missed. Congratulations, Boston Celtics. We'll see if the momentum continues to carry. And I'll also be interested to see what this home record looks like at the end of the year. I would not be surprised if they had less than five losses at home. That Boston team is built to hunt championships. Can they do it? We'll see. Last night on the hardwood, January 22nd, turned into a historic night in NBA history. Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers welcomed Victor Wembenyama and the San Antonio Spurs to Philly and did not show them brotherly love unless Mr. Embiid thinks showing people love means dropping 70 points on them. He got 70 last night. Ninth player in NBA history to score 70 points in a game in a Sixers win. Currently, Embiid is leading the NBA in scoring. And he is averaging over a point per minute played. The only player in NBA history to average a point per minute played or better is Wilt Chamberlain. Currently, Embiid is doing it. We'll see if he can finish the year with that incredible milestone intact. This man scores the bucket. He scores the ball. The rock. He says, get in the hole. And it does. From behind the arc, from the low post, in the paint, from the free throw line. He is a unique player. Early in his career, people didn't know if it would work out because he had back issues. He's been injured. His regular season greatness with an MVP award last year is intact. The question now, can he win the chip? In other news, Carl Anthony Towns got 62 last night in a loss. They blew an 18-point lead to the Charlotte Hornets, and they lost. On Friday's show, we're going to talk about you tasted success. Now what? Well, this Timberwolves team, this little situation here is a great case study for that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll come back. You win six, you you score sixty two in a game, and you blow an eighteen point lead and take a loss. Not the way to handle success. And they knew it. Carl Anthony Towns was not pleased in the post game presser, saying it's a wasted night. Their coach laid into him. And on a side note, you know, we got Embiid with 70, got Big Cat with 62, Kevin Durant threw in a ho-hum 43 out there in Phoenix, 
And Giannis had an impressive triple-double. Giannis has been throwing down a lot of impressive triple-doubles in Milwaukee lately over the last few weeks. And uh, I believe Jason Tatum might have had 39 for the Celtics, too. Points everywhere last night in the NBA. The Stars. Playing like Stars. Reminds me remember the Titans. Petey Jones. Want to be a star? Got to give a star effort. Well, saw some star efforts last night. And Wembenyama was no slouch. I mean, he scored 33 in his debut in Philly. So, he's a good player. He just uh, couldn't stop Joel Embiid. Finally, PGA Tour historic day this past Sunday. 20-year-old Nick Dunlap of Alabama University, where he's a sophomore, shot a minus 29 on the PGA Tour at the American Express event. The first amateur to win on the PGA Tour since 1991. The second youngest champion in 90 years. Jordan Spieth is the youngest. He won at 19. Since he's an amateur, Nick Dunlap cannot collect the $1.5 million purse. It goes to the runner-up. But he does have the opportunity to get the pro card, the PGA Tour card. Nick Dunlap is the only player other than Tiger Woods to have won both the U.S. Junior Amateur and the U.S. Amateur. He's having a great season at Alabama, and now he's got decisions to make. Does he leave school and go play on the PGA Tour? Or does he stay in school? But this win on Sunday was historic. If you haven't seen any of the video, go check it out. What an accomplishment for him. Congratulations, sports fans. Keep your eyes open for this name in the world of golf, Nick Dunlap. More to come. We'll see where he can go. We'll see how he handles success. Friday, we're going to talk about how do you handle success? You've tasted success. What now? Thank you for joining us today on the Pro Fan League Podcast. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for doing the right thing when nobody's watching. Thank you for waking up and doing hard work, for the skills you bring to the table, for utilizing your God-given talent in ways that honor Him, and serve your neighbors, your families, your communities, and your businesses. If you see somebody being faithful today, take the moment, take the 10 seconds, and thank them. Let them know you see it. You might even make a difference. I'm cheering for you. Go make plays. We are not just fans. God willing, talk to you Friday.